All right, ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Idiot's Guide to Sports, where we clue other idiots in on what's happening in the sports world. You can catch us once a week on Anchor and Spotify. It is Thursday night. We did miss you guys last week. I apologize for that. That's entirely on me. Uh, I am TJ, and with me as always is Lizzie. Lizzie, how's it going? It is going good. How are you? I'm doing good. Again, I apologize for there being no show last week. Um, I will try to make up for it today. Yeah, Hopefully... that's your fault completely. Yeah, I, I I have no excuses. It's uh, this one's on me, Coach. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna probably have a relatively short show today. Um. You got, we always say that, and then it still gets dragged out, so. I mean, last week, or the last... Uh, oh, my God. I what? just had... Sorry, I had something really loud pop up in the background on one of the tabs I had open. Uh, we're going to talk about Antonio Brown real quickly. I my favorite almost person. dry heave every time I utter that sentence, but yeah, we'll we'll... Give him a brief mention. And then we'll go straight into week 18, the thing that people actually care about. Because for the first time in what feels like forever, my team has a chance at making the playoffs. Yes. Yes, we do. But we'll get to that. First off, let's uh, address the... uh, Elephant in the room, Mr. Antonio Brown. Oh, brother, you you want to you want to take it from here? I just I saw the tweets of what was happening, saw the video of what he did, and then you know the story started to come out. Um, you know, Bruce Arian went on his post game presser and was asked about the situation, and they, you know he said he's no longer a member of the Buccaneers. Let's move on. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know why he self-sabotages every situation that he's ever in. Um, it's a little concerning that he does that, that he continues to act the way he acts, um, for the type of player in person that he is, but I don't know. I think the Buccaneers, I don't think anyone should have signed him after the whole ordeal with the Raiders because clearly something was off. Something was not going right there with how he was acting and the reports coming out of him doing that stuff with that moving guy at his house or whatever. I think clearly then his like baby mama was at his house and that whole thing. Clearly, I think there is some type of mental health issue going on. And I don't think anyone is willing to push him to address it. I think people are just enabling enabling him to keep acting the way he's acting, which in that situation, when someone's dealing with mental health, if you enable them to continue their behavior, they're not going to learn from it and not get the help that they need. So, so before we go any further, for those of you that aren't familiar, Antonio Brown against the Jets last weekend, seemingly out of nowhere, 
strips down, throws his jersey, throws his helmet, throws his shoulder pads, throws his gloves into the stands, goes to the opposite end zone, starts doing jumping jacks, cheering on the crowd before he jogs off the field. And we all think that he just randomly quit on his team. And the next, what, how long has it been? Three, four days? Yeah. They've been playing PR wars. It's been Antonio Brown versus the Bucks. They're trying to control the narrative. And I don't know why Antonio Brown would ever think anybody would side with him. So Antonio Brown is saying that I told the Bucks I had a bum ankle. It's in these texts that I sent to Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Bucks. Meanwhile, the Bucks are saying. This man didn't say anything. He's just complaining about these incentives that he couldn't reach because he wasn't getting the ball. I don't know if you saw those Adam Schefter tweets today. Uh, it was like no, I didn't. In the afternoon, I heard about the the incentive part and that whole thing, but I didn't hear. But yeah, it, it was basically. It sounded like Schefter was basically the voice of the bucks responding to Antonio Brown uh, basically said that he tried to get um, his incentives that added up to about $2 million. He tried mm-hmm. to get them guaranteed before the game, like a week before the game. Mm-hmm. And that of course the Buccaneers said, no, like, yeah, dude, we're going to give you $2 million. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, this is just my opinion. I feel like he's literally self-sabotaging in the hopes of getting his incentives. I mean, that could be very well true. I mean, it's Antonio Brown. It's hard but to believe anything that comes out of that guy's mouth. The other thing is, is like, if I'm a judge, like, can't I just point to the fact that he missed how many games was it? Cause he had a fake COVID card. Yeah, he was suspended for three games. So, like, along with that, how are you supposed to tell me that he deserves those incentives? Right. Yeah. No, that's a very valid point. So he I mean, did. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, so while he did receive treatment on his ankle during the week, he was on the injury report, but he was cleared to play by the medical team prior to the game. And at no point during the game did he talk to any of the medical staff that he couldn't play. Like, he didn't tell any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just... It's gonna... pretty It's pretty hard to side against the Bucks at this point. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, I mean, he's he's not made a very good case for himself with you know, quitting on his team when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, pulling all of the stuff he did with, um, you know, the Oakland Raiders at the time, but Las Vegas Raiders now. And then, you know, I mean, the Patriots. Shoot. No. Oh, you, sound, you sound a lot better. Can you hear me? Yeah. What the heck? You sound a lot better. My headphones went out and it still works? Yeah. What the heck? It sounds way better. Well, that's annoying. 
Because every time my headphones would go out, then we would stop recording. Okay, well, we'll just have to cut this part out. Um, no, anyways. we're going to leave it in. What? 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 I said we we're going to leave it in. No, what? <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, with the New England Patriots, he didn't, like, necessarily pull anything. But wasn't there some reports coming out that he was, like, he, like, had some sexual assault allegations against him? Right? Wasn't that what happened when he was with the New England Patriots? I I don't recall. I I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Wasn't just, like a Masada. All of it's uh, probably, I believe that might have been it, but I mean something I along those lines. So then they ended up releasing him and then he signed with the Bucks. So that's my whole point here is like he has no excuse for his behavior. But again, I think there's a much bigger issue behind the scenes than people are aware. I mean, clearly his actions are showing the signs of, you know, I would say in a sense like a narcissist or like a pathological liar because he just believes everything that he's spewing. Um, he's and... just always the victim. He's never taken uh, responsibility for his actions like once. Well, and and that's that's my point though is because people are, are continuing to enable his behavior and they're continuing to allow him to do this behavior. They've allowed him to, you know, um, he's been able to sign with different teams after, you know, the whole, I mean, he literally quit on his team with Pittsburgh. I mean, that's, you know, like the Raiders were like, Oh, let's give this guy a chance. And then what he did with them. And then, you know, the new England Patriots are like, Hey, you know, let's give this guy a chance. Like these teams are, allowing him and enabling you know enabling him to do this type of behavior and not you know like giving him consequences like no team after this now especially should sign him to an nfl team but teams will get desperate and like the buccaneers did after the whole fake vaccine card they were desperate because they lost you know um chris godwin to an injury so they're desperate at wide receivers so they had no choice but to bring him back and that's the problem it's like if you want to make sure this guy does not continue his behavior, you need to stand firm and do what you got to do. You know what I mean? But with people allowing him to continue this behavior, he's never going to get the help that he needs. And the people that he surrounds himself with, they just allow him to be the way he is and are okay with his behavior. And he, that's why he's not willing to go change it. Like he needs some type of, like he's not mentally there. There's something mentally unstable going on in that man's brain that's allowing him to just continue acting like this. My my favorite part was him saying in that statement that he was in pain and couldn't go into the game. Meanwhile, he's running around doing jumping jacks and jogging in through the tunnel. Yeah, with no visible limp. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, also, he was 28 catches, 255 receiving yards, and three touchdowns away from meeting the $2 million uh, bonus that he was going to get. Yeah, and he wasn't going to reach that in a, a game and a half. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. So he can throw the fits he wants, but, you know, part of the story is is that the Buccaneers continue to allow the behavior and you know, then that's, you know, kind of bit him in the butt at the end. So, I mean, 
I don't feel bad for them. I honestly don't. I mean, if it does come out that Bruce Arians did tell him to play on his bum ankle and all that stuff, like I really wouldn't feel bad for the team because they've allowed him to, you know, <clears throat> the way he is. But I don't think now, I think everyone needs to stand completely firm and no team should sign Antonio Brown until he actually can show and take accountability and, you know, go get whatever help he needs because clearly something ain't right in that fucking brain. Like, right. it, there's not, something's wrong in that brain. So that's my stance on the Antonio Brown situation. I want to know if, if a team did want to sign him. So he came out and they came out and said that he needed uh, ankle surgery and he was going to have ankle surgery. What if a team approached him and was like, we want to sign you. He's like, Oh, I don't need surgery anymore. I guarantee you would wait until after the season. <laughs> I mean, if a playoff contending team right now was willing to sign him, he, I mean, I could, in I, a heartbeat. I would feel like he would sign, but I don't think with the history he's had, I don't think any team is wanting that toxic toxicity on their roster. So I would hope they don't at least, but you never know. I mean, some teams get desperate enough. If some big injury happens then they may give him a call and then be like, Oh, I'll get the surgery after the season now. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to take a look at week 18 as well as the numerous playoff scenarios. Stick around. And welcome back to the Idiot's Guide to Sports. Uh, We are just about to get into week 18. A lot of playoff spots still on the line, Lizzie. Is there? Well, it's mainly everybody fighting for the last two in the AFC. And then mostly seeding in the NFC. I was going to say, I think the NFC is pretty set. Yeah. It's the last two in the AFC, which is a complete clusterfuck, if you will. I mean, yes, it is, but... If some teams just handle business, it's going to be pretty simple. Uh, we could just go straight into our pick them here. Um, first off, we got the two Saturday games. We got Chiefs, Broncos, uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Chiefs need a win and a Tennessee loss to be the number one seed. And that's pretty pretty uh simple i don't see them losing to the denver broncos i think the broncos are uh kind of on the downward spiral and vic fangio will be uh fired after the season i don't i don't think so i do i think he's gonna go bye-bye i don't know he's already had a couple years and hasn't really done much so just like like with what quarterback is that really his fault no but he's made some questionable coaching decisions throughout games so i can see them getting rid of him fired over less i guess yeah i think he's served his purpose and i think they're ready to move on i don't see any way the chiefs lose that game with so much on the line no, they want to win that game because they want to hope they, that they definitely want that buy. Yeah, well, I mean, it would be the other way around if 
like Tennessee had played first and already won, then they would probably rest their starters because then they know that they're. Oh, that's much... true. Chiefs lose. Tennessee's going to rest their starters. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's kind of the benefit for the Tennessee Titans if they. If the Chiefs win, then they have to play their starters. But if the Chiefs right. lose, then they can sit their starters. So they kind of get the benefit of the doubt. But the Chiefs don't have that. They have to play their starters because they have to win. They want that one seed. So we're both picking the Chiefs then? Yeah, Chiefs. I mean, I don't see any way around. If, is Where are they playing? Are they in Kansas City? Uh, it's I, in Denver. Yeah, no, I still don't even see the The Denver Broncos are just, they're not good. They're not uh, Kansas City's favored by 11. Yeah. Second game, uh, ESPN doubleheader. We've got Cowboys at the Eagles. Uh, do the Cowboys have any route to getting a higher seed? What's the highest they can get? I don't think they can climb any further. Not sure. Dang. I think this website doesn't say anything about seeding. It just says that they won the NFC East. I think they will. Cause I mean, what they're 11 and five right now or 12 and four right now. Uh, they are 11 and five. And then what you have Packers already locked up the number one seed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. here we go. The Cowboys are likely the number four seed. They're on the wrong end of head-to-head tiebreakers with Tampa Bay and Arizona. Yeah, so both teams are already locked into the postseason. I don't... There's a chance both... Do you think both teams would rest for that? That's right, because Philadelphia locked in the seed. Yeah, because they're already in the wild card race. I mean, they could. I mean, there's no, there's no, I think maybe they'll play some of them a little bit, but I don't, I mean, there's just no point in risking injury for a game if you're already, you know what I mean? That makes it tough to pick though. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are kind of like on a little bit of a hot streak. So I would pick the Philadelphia Eagles on that one. The Dallas Cowboys are wishy-washy. They're good and they're not good. So can so Philadelphia, so Philadelphia can't I don't think Phil can Philadelphia go to the seven seed that no, they're locked into the six seed yeah so uh, I think I'm gonna take the Cowboys I like the Cowboys backups I don't know I, I will differ with you on that that's fine we have to differ. From there, we got the Sunday games. Packers at Lions. Uh, Packers are locked into the number one seed in the NFC, so they are uh, resting all of their starters. Yeah. Or, um, that's not that's not confirmed, but they, they'll probably play, like, what, the first half? Yeah, I mean... It's kind of because, I mean, they're going to have that buy too. So a lot of teams with that buy, sometimes they come out really flat. 
So I would see them maybe, you know, because I don't think they want to sit like two full weeks. I think, yeah, I think they'll play the first half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would still pick the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think just the fact that it's, uh, uh, sorry, lost my train of thought. <laughs> just the fact that, um, they're playing that first half they're just going to build up such a lead that that it won't matter in the second half exactly so yeah i'd pick the green Bay Packers in that game uh colts at jaguars colts have lost five in a row in jacksonville dating back to 2015 i believe colts, as much as i um, want the colts to lose yeah colts if Colts are playing for everything, Jaguars are playing for a better draft pick. There's no way in hell. And I is as bad as they play in Jacksonville. There's no way I can pick against the Colts in this game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Then we got a really important game, like uh, the Washington Football Team at the New York Giants. Do we have to pick this game? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Washington football team. <laughs> Trying to remember who's... I think Washington's getting Antonio Gibson back from COVID. And the Giants are just an absolute shit show. So, yeah, I'll take Washington as well. Poor Giants fans. Yeah, it can always be worse. Just know that as a Raiders fan, it can always be worse. True. Very true. Bears at the Vikings. This game means nothing to anybody. Uh, Vikings are getting Kirk Cousins back. And I believe the Bears just lost Justin Fields to COVID. Dang, on the last freaking week of the season, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. Uh, Titans at Texans. I, Tennessee as much as is I want Tennessee Titans 10. to lose, I don't think the Houston Texans are going to pull out the win, even though I want them to, but I'm going to have to go with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to the Titans as well. Uh, Steelers at Ravens. Both teams need a win to stay alive and a lot of other scenarios to help them along. Uh, Is Lamar Jackson playing? He did not practice today. That's two days in a row. So it's it's looking more and more like a Tyler Huntley start. But even mm-hmm. if that's the case, I think they're it's just Ben can't throw the ball. The Ravens have a decimated secretary. Or, oh my god, secretary. Secondary. <laughs> decimated secretary. Um I just what gives? This is such a toss-up for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. On that one. I feel like home home field advantage is what matters in this. And for that reason, I think I'm going to take the Ravens. Even if Lamar Jackson doesn't start... Yeah, I just feel like they're too decimated and too injured. Uh, Bengals at Browns. No Baker Mayfield in this one. He's having his surgery. He's out for the year. 
and uh, Bengals are resting their starters. Phew! Bless me. Sorry, Opie. I'm going to say, I mean, if the Bengals are resting their starters, then I'm going to go with the... Mm, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm, I'm assuming gonna... they'll still play Nick Chubb and all them. I'm still going to go with the Bengals. I don't have any faith in uh, – I forget who the Browns' backup quarterback is, but – Isn't it Case Keenum? Is it? No. Well, because I, I know remember. Nick Mullins was the third. No, I'm pretty sure it's Case Keenum is their second. I mean, Samaje Pirine is a pretty damn good running back, and he's Joe Mixon's backup. And I just feel like the Bengals – I, th- I just feel the Browns are mentally checked out of this year, and I think the Bengals are going to win. Yeah, the Browns, uh, sad, sad way to end their uh, their story. But Baker Mayfield is done. I don't think he's a quarterback of the future for that team. I kind of feel bad for Browns fans because you know, th- they, I... they've had a tough, tough uh, go around with quarterbacks. I'm going to give you a really uh, – I'm going to give you a prediction for next year. Hmm. Baker Mayfield will be the quarterback of the Browns next year. I feel like he will be, yes, but should he be, no. Because I, I, I think he's better than this year. I think he's been playing hurt all year and trying to show that he's tough. And I think everybody is just down on him because they don't remember that he's been playing with a bum shoulder the entire year and he's finally getting surgery on it. Yeah, but I don't. He's just, he's so, like, he has good games and he doesn't and just uh, hurt or not. I just don't, I don't see him being the future of that team. All right, now we got a semi-important game. Niners at the Rams. uh, Niners need a win to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, Rams, I believe, can still win the NFC West. Uh, if the Cardinals lose and the Rams win. Uh, if the Rams lose and Cardinals win, Los Angeles drops to number five and they would face Dallas in the wild card. San Francisco needs to beat the Rams to lock the playoff spot. Uh, if the Niners do lose, it opens the door for the Saints, who also need a win, but they also need the Niners to lose in order to get a playoff spot. Um, are they playing? They're playing in Los Angeles, right? In Los Angeles, correct. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford's been so bad lately. He's been so bad. He's also been playing injured as well. Um, I think because is Jimmy G playing have they what's the status on Jimmy Garoppolo that is one thing I am not sure of I'm gonna take the Los Angeles Rams at home I think Cooper Cup has a has a good game mm, let's take a look nobody has any info on them cool yeah, Los Angeles Rams. I'm gonna go with go with them. I think it's crazy too that the Saints still have a chance at a playoff spot. After all that's happened to them. 
Yeah. But they should have signed a better quarterback and they wouldn't really be in this position. That's true, but I'm sure they didn't plan on Jameis Winston getting hurt. I mean, he was off to a pretty damn good start. I know, but that's what I'm saying. After he got hurt, they should have signed a better quarterback. Taysom Hill, not the answer. We'll see after this weekend. I, I, I'm still undecided on Taysom, Taysom Hill as a quarterback. I, I still think. I think he's better in his role see. that he does all the other positions: running back, tight end, all that. I don't think he's. Um, as far as Niners Rams, though, I, I was leaning Niners, but I, I think I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Um, Panthers at Buccaneers. Again? What do you mean again? They just played them like two weeks ago. Yeah. got blown out 42 to 6. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It looks like they're playing again. Well, I mean, the number one seed's already locked up, so. Uh, The Bucks will be the number two or the number three seed based on what happens in the NFC West games. Will they rest their starters, though? That's the question. I I don't... They don't... Teams don't just sit their starters. I just feel like it's going to be the... They'll build up enough of a lead that they're just going to coast the rest of the way. Plus, the Panthers have no offense. True. So yeah, I, I'm still going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll go with the Bucks as well. Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals uh, need a win to clinch the two seed and the NFC West. We'll go with the Arizona Cardinals. Poor Seattle. Arizona will be the five seed at worst. Uh, they could be playing in Dallas for the wild card round if they lose. If the Rams lose and Cardinals win, Los Angeles drops to number five and would face Dallas. So, yeah, that's an important um, game then. I I find it hard to pick against the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I have to pick the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle Ky- Seahawks. Not good. Kyler's been using his legs more in the offense is starting to look a little better now. Uh Patriots at Dolphins. I'm gonna pick the New England Patriots on that one. I don't I think they need to go into the playoffs with a win. So I think they're gonna they're gonna come out. I believe and, uh, the Dolphins are eliminated, so... Yeah, everyone besides the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens, and us and the Chargers and the Colts. Are. Right. And by us, I mean the Raiders. Sorry, everyone. Dolphins um, are playing for nothing. Patriots are could be a number one seed, but that depends on the Chiefs game, too. The number one seed? You mean they can win their division? They can still make it to the number one seed. The Patriots? Yeah. Oh. So let me well, see. I think they're going to want to also go for their division, too. Uh, I forget what the situation was, but uh, they need 
to beat Miami and they need Buffalo to lose to the Jets to move into the top four. But then they would need, I think, everyone ahead of them to lose as well. Yeah, it's not to be the number one seed. But they're they're most likely going to be the four or the five seed. I I'm still going to roll with the Patriots. Um, I I just the the Dolphins. I don't know what to think of them. They had a good little run. Yeah, they almost made it. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Ooh, I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. Uh, they're they're playing for everything. Falcons are kind of a disappointing year for them, even though I mean, I, with whatever happened to Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley, and all that, but I, I still gotta go with the Saints. Yeah. Um, Jets at the Bills. Yikes. Bills mm. are playing their starters. I'm picking the Bills. Yeah, I'm going to say Buffalo Bills. The Jets did almost have an upset, though, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but... I feel like that's mostly attributed to the injuries on Tampa Bay side. It's very true. And last but not least, the Sunday night game, the Chargers... At the Raiders. You've been down on the Raiders the past two weeks, Lizzie. Does it stop here? Nope. You're picking the Chargers. I'm going to be a gross Las Vegas Raiders fan. I'm sorry to the nation, but I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers on that one. Well, I'm riding the Raider train, baby. We're going to the playoffs. No, I'm... I'm I'm definitely taking the Raiders though. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm so happy to take the L's every week in those games if they win. So happy. That makes me I've, nothing. I have come this far picking the, the Raiders. I'm not stopping now. That's fine. I feel like if I pick them, it's bad juju on me. And if I pick them, it's then we're doomed. So I'd just rather pick against them. Because then I'd feel better about myself. You just don't want that responsibility. Exactly. I understand. I'll take the bad juju. Everyone can at me on Twitter and tell me what a horrible person I am for picking against the nation. But I'm doing it in the best interest of the team. Because if I feel like I pick them, then I blame myself for their failures. There is some really odd postseason chances. So... I, the most bizarre one everybody's been talking about all over social media is that the Chargers and Raiders could both get into the postseason with a tie and a Colts loss. But uh, the winner gets into the playoffs, essentially, which is why it's the Sunday night game. Uh, yeah. Raiders, Raiders could actually also make the playoffs if the Colts uh, and Steelers lose, I believe it is. Yes, if the Colts yeah. and the Steelers both lose, which doesn't, which is stupid because we beat the Steelers, but because they have that stupid tie, they would uh, get the nod, which I think is so dumb. 
there should not be any regular season ties whatsoever. But that's there should not. That's opinion. one rule that they need to fix is that they need to play until someone scores. True. Don't care if it's freaking triple, quadruple, whatever overtime. There should be no ties in any sports. Absolutely not. It ruins the game. America. It ruins seating. It ruins the game. So, but I just the Raiders point blank period. I would rather control our own destiny. When you're in, that's it. I, I would honestly be shocked if heading into Sunday night the Colts had lost. I I'd, yeah. would I'd probably that would be the upset of the year for me, even more so than the Lions beating the Cardinals whenever that was. Yeah, but I mean anything can happen in the NFL. It's been any given Sunday. It's been done multiple times, but even if the Colts lost, I still don't think those two teams with being division rivals, they would still play their little hearts out and you know they would uh they would compete because everyone's like, well they could technically, you know, rest their starters and just go for a tie. I was like, but no, what's what good is that gonna do? They like they wanna go both of those teams would want to go into the playoffs riding on a win to get that momentum. And if anything, it's better if the Raiders do because that would be their fourth straight win riding into the playoffs and then they'd have to go on the road to a team and play, which honestly is not bad considering we've actually played better on the road this year than we have at home. I believe we are like five and three on the road this year. That's a fair point. So that's actually impressive that we've done better on the road than we've done in our home stadium. But I don't expect, because this year there's been a lot of opposing fans traveling to Las Vegas, and that's a little concerned. But considering when we go to Los Angeles and we have more fans than Los Angeles, I don't see that happening this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think it'll be packed with Raiders fans this week. It um, has to be. So as far as our picks, I picked the Cowboys. You picked the Eagles. Uh, I picked the Ravens. You picked the Steelers. I picked the Bengals, and you picked the Browns. And lastly, I picked the Raiders. You picked the Chargers. All right, Lizzie, before we get out of here, I need a bold prediction for the week. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. That's a tough one this week because, I mean, so many people are going to be resting their starters and it's not very fun sometimes in the Week 18 matchups. Um, I'm going to say that... Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's going to have two touchdowns against, what are they playing, the Seattle Seahawks, correct? Rams. Or uh, (laughs) uh, Niners, my bad. Okay, so I'm going to predict that Odell Beckham Jr. has two touchdowns against the San Francisco 49ers. That's my bold prediction. They're going to be too focused on Cooper Cup. 
too focused on Cooper Cup. You know, as good as Cooper Cup has been this year, you figured somebody would make it their game plan to stop him. And the I'm pretty sure the worst week that he had, he had five receptions in like 60 yards. That's insane. Um, So I'm going to go with the receiver, but just from a different game. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay game. I am going to say Cyril Grayson gets five catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. That's doable. Mr. Antonio Brown's replacement. (laughs) Whatever happened to what's his name? Scotty Miller. Did he get hurt? Is he out for the season? Or is he just non-existent this year? I think he still plays. Because he was doing pretty good last year for Tom Brady, but he's kind of disappeared this year. So, yeah, I said, what did I say? Five catches? Mm-hmm. Five catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Is Darren Waller playing this weekend? That is a good question. I didn't see if he was practicing. He, ha- he has to play this weekend. There's no excuse. He's been out how many weeks now? Well, I mean, he did have COVID last week. Okay, well, still no excuse. Uh, he was listed as a limited participant on Thursday's practice. So that's so he good. Did practice. Yeah, he'll play. We need him. This is the biggest game of the year. He ha- Everyone that is available needs to be suited up. They also need to play Malcolm Kuntz more. True, I don't know why that guy doesn't play. He definitely needs to play, and... I don't know. They, it just is going to be a crazy game. But I'm happy they flexed it. We're all going to be nervous Rex come Sunday night and pissing off everybody who were around. It's it's decided already. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if I can stomach to watch the game because I might be puking the whole time. <sighs> yeah, I'm kind of getting a little antsy just thinking about it. It's It's going to be a doozy of a week 18 for sure. I want to uh, get excited, but I just don't want to get my hopes up. I feel that. But I mean, I'm I'm that fan that repeatedly comes into it with hopeless optimism. Yeah, I'm a negative Nancy. And hoping that once in my 28 years of life that I'll be repaid by the sports gods. I hope so. I mean, I feel like especially after just this season with all the just craziness that's gone on, I feel like Raiders fans deserve nothing more than to see our team in the playoffs again. Especially after this year. Last time we were in the playoffs, it was like a given we were not going to win that game. So, Yeah, how was was that that Indianapolis game that year? Yeah, Jack Del Rio can uh, kick rocks. Only, only uh, Raiders game I went to that year. Derek Carr breaks his leg. Yeah, I was screaming at the TV. I remember watching, and we. I was at my cousin's house actually, and we were watching the game. And we watched it happen. And as soon as he went down, I saw him say it was broke, and I said, "Yep, done. He's done for the season." Yeah, I blamed myself just for being present. Because if. If they would have benched him, we would have won that game. We would have went into play Denver. 
won that game and we would have been we would have been the AFC West champs that year. It's probably true. No, it is true. We would have taken because all we had to do was win against Denver and we were the AFC West champions because we had the tiebreakers over the Kansas City Chiefs because we beat them once that year. And then we had a better, I think, conference record. So. Uh, we we will be back next Thursday, most likely. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, quick shout out to uh, Kyle Fletcher. Uh, Kyle, thanks for losing to me in the fantasy championship. Oh, God. Uh, you're a, you're a good sport, buddy. Uh, we will get to talking about basketball once the football season is over. I know you wanted to hear our hear us talk about basketball. I'll let I'll, I'll let you know when we're doing that, bud. But uh, we will see you guys next week. This has been TJ and Lizzie. We are signing off. Peace. Bye.